I was just saying who won last episode. Oh. Probably uh, Grant. All right, so Grant. Sure, I won. I'm the winner. I, I had a friend comment, uh, Grant's really funny. And I was like, I, I think I think he really probably meant more like, wow, I'm surprised Grant is actually funny as opposed to like Grant's the funniest one of us. I listened to your fu- your podcast, Matt. Grant's really funny. Uh, that's exactly that's exactly how it went. Well, I get I get similar comments of like, oh, your brothers, oh, they're so great. I love them so much. If only I could <laughs> hang out with them more. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got no. a whole episode where you guys talked about how great you were about me. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We do that. What is a time when you came agonizingly close to accomplishing slash finishing something but couldn't quite do it? So let's say you were in some sort of competition or something and you almost won and it was by the slimmest of margins or you started some project and it was almost done, but then for some reason it just never finished. What do you have any stories that fit that mold? Tell you what, I, can I go? Because I'm afraid Ben might take mine. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, actually Ben, uh, the reason I, the reason I think he might take this is because he's got me started. Uh, in this book series called The Wheel of Time. Ah. And uh, it was kind of like a fun, like, you know, magic Hobbit universe. Uh, and it was vast. It went on and on and on. It literally, it turned it, it was like a million books. Uh, somewhere around like... Literally a million. Literally a million. No, <laughs> um, like, by the time you get to like book five, you're like... End it. When are we going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> and you're like a third of the way through at that point. And then the I mother, okay, then the author, the mm. author died before he finished them. Oh, what a fuck you. Yeah. I know. But before he died, he's like, hey, man, he hi- like he, he got one of his friends. He's like, here's my notes. Um, all you got to do is uh, follow these and, you know, write your own story. But, you know, this will get you. He's like, finish it. So he hires this other author to finish it. And the original author was like, there's one more. <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker, I can do one more. I can do one more, but fool me ten times. Shame on someone. <laughs> Shame on someone finally. Honestly, I, it is like, I, I didn't finish, so sorry to jump in. But uh, no, okay. is how many are there total? It really is. It's like 13, 14 uh, books uh, yeah, it's, of a it's thousand like of pages apiece or some shit like that. So the dying author says one more. Uh-huh. The new author in the prep, in like the in like the intro, says can't do it in one. <laughs> you son of a bitch! And like halfway through that book, I remember I was I I think I was on like a bus going to school or something. Halfway through that book, I was like, no, I just this is the first time I've thrown a book away in like recent memory. Like, no, I am done. I can't. And that he finishes it at some point. I'm so close to the finish line. It's like I won't finish this marathon because I don't like the color of the ribbon. <laughs> I'm not crossing <laughs> it all the way there for religious yeah. reasons. No. no, no, you change it. I can wait you out. Yeah. No, fuck it. I'm never going to finish that that series. <laughs> I'm going to write a book too. Now I'm just going to come up with some characters, and then I'll be like, yeah. So you know, finish it if you want. But I'm just going to come up with the characters in the in the setting, and then yeah, I wrote a book. Is that does that count as writing a book? I came up with some characters. Yeah, I mean that's how he finished his. He. 
and true, he did write something like, you know, 12, 15,000 pages or something like that uh, before. But whatever. Fucking pussy. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> oh, I'm 80 turd. years old and I died. Look who's yeah. too dead to write a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah, exactly. What a piece of shit. Yep. Uh, my friend. My condolences to his widow. Yes, of course. Uh, uh, my friend Huck tried to read through those books. Uh, mm-hmm. and he did actually finish it, but, uh, he, if you want, uh, if you want him to complain about something, then just say Wheel of Time, <laughs> and then he'll just be like, oh, God, the guy died before he finished it. Just, uh, and he was, I remember talking to him about this years ago, and he would be like, he'd be like, there's so many books left. That guy is so old. I know he's gonna die before he finishes. I know it. And well, is he it did. Any worse yeah. than is that worse than George R. R. Martin, who is alive but sure as hell isn't just going to never finish his books? <laughs> uh, but that's at least a choice. But pick pick your oh, that's uh, kind of a spiteful one. Or look at it. Excuse me. Uh, from his position, it's like huh, I'm writing this book and people like it, and then they're like, "Hey, you're too fat. You're gonna die before you finish this thing that you gave me." Like. <laughs> oh, I mean, fuck you, or huh? yeah, I don't know. So I imagine I any like other profession, any other profession where you'd be like, "I love your work, but your impending death is really bumming me out." Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't Hurry do that up. to like the lady I'm at the post dead. office. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> alive, and they're mad at him. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you better finish the shit before you die. Like, <laughs> 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 what? Wait, yeah. what? Do you know something I don't? Yeah. You said seven books. You've only done five, and they were amazing, and they changed my life, but fuck you if you don't give me two more. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you in the ass if you don't give me two fuck more. Yeah. I bought these old, at a thrift fat, store. dying ass. You're old. Yes, and I will. I will. <laughs> just, w- just you wait. Over your dead body? Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> now, print me magical dreams. <laughs> <laughs> get, get going. Let's go. Ben, was that yours? Was that your ninety nine percent? I'm gonna take it. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, yes, that I also was going to say yeah. all the time. So <laughs> everything Corey said. So I used I, I I don't know I had some trouble thinking of one for this, which is also a recurring theme I've noticed in. It's not every episode, but there are some that I I got nothing for it. Um, I I couldn't think of an example of something like agonizingly close. Um. Yeah, sporting events that like came down to the last minute or something like that. Um, nothing that keeps me up at night though. Um, I I have a lot of stuff that I start and don't finish, and I used to really get down on myself about that. So I thought like, well, I never finish anything, or I never do anything. I have ideas, but I never do them. And let's say in the last few years, um, uh, my wife and a coworker both told me like, what are you talking about? Like. We were just talking, you, you, you did this, you started learning this, you started doing this, you started doing this, you and your brothers are doing a podcast, like, oh, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, because I'm just looking at all the other things that I did not do or that I started and never did shit with. In my basement, there are, there's half of a paper, a bunch of a big paper mache project that Audrey and I started four years ago, I think. Um, and I've moved with it. I've moved with these dusty <laughs> <laughs> paper mache balloons. Um, I don't know. Maybe I will, still will do it. I don't know. But they say happy sixth birthday, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever finish, finish it, you're six. It's again, a girl, you know. But 
Yeah, I, I don't know. So I I can think of stuff that I had started, um, but I and there's a little bit of a sense that because um, when I, I I like lots of stuff, and when I find something new, then I I get really really into it, and uh, then after maybe five years, six years or something, then I switch and do other stuff. I like playing foosball, but I used to be way into foosball or aquariums or brewing and. I don't know. I still have a lot of that stuff. I'm interested in it, but I don't do it anymore. So I don't know if that's close to finishing it, but it, maybe it's like a level of mastery or something or where I can say it's the thing that I do. I don't know. So I think it's the book that Corey read that that's the thing that I didn't finish. <laughs> well, you read the first one, didn't you? I, oh, I read eight or nine of those things. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's even more than I and it was, guessed. It, it happened like this. Uh, my, one of my college roommates, Hey, there's this cool book. If you like these kind of books, huh? Okay. And then I started reading them and then, Hey Mike, uh, you know, I'm on book six and it's really cool how this is happening. He's like, I stopped reading that man. I'm sorry, but I, I stopped. <laughs> and I had already told Corey and then I kept going and you know, by book nine or something, I'm like, I'm out, man. I can't do this anymore. This is just stupid. And Corey, you know what? it's like, Fuck you. why'd you get me addicted to crack? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's like, um, it's like you're in like a haunted cornfield. You're in like some sort of like dark maze and you maybe take a wrong turn and then you're just in the cornfield. <laughs> and like the first, the first group is like, I'm turning back. And you're like, no, dude, this was really good. And you keep going. And then like the next group is like, nah, I'm, I'm going back too. And then you keep going. That's where you were. <laughs> this is a bean field now. Yes. No, this is, this is just part of it. This is part of it. I swear. And nightmare on bean field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 chil- classic. Children of the beans doesn't quite have the same uh, ring to it, does nightmare it? Nightmare on bean field. I like that. That was my favorite. <laughs> nightmare. Uh, it's called zero attempt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that in foosball, um, I wanted to win one of the big tournaments or to be at a certain higher level. Um, nah, then stuff, time. I could have been somebody. <laughs> yeah. No. Dave, Instead of a Dave bum, and I were just talking about foosball characters like, uh, we should have had trading cards because we were just kind of somehow we were texting and telling some funny stories. It's like, man, there should have been trading cards. He's like, they would have made garbage pail kids look like aristocrats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, there were just some really strange characters that we met and we would always joke like, I don't know that we want to get too good at this. i was gonna ask of the top players how many are married and of those that are and not counting people who are married to other foosball players aha the second one is a thing um yeah i'm sure but okay there no there are like of the top top um uh i would i think that they're all cool people for as much as i've met any of them um Mm. but it's more of the like uh lifer barflies that are okay um, mm. but then they're, okay, a guy, God, I don't know, I guess foosball stories would be an episode, but a guy's like, man, <laughs> he's dead now, so I gotta be careful, um, oh. but, oh, came, well, you have to be careful, you can say whatever the hell you yeah, want, yeah, him. tell us where his fuck treasure him. is, yeah, I feel bad, but he, he fuck came, his fat old let's dead stomp on ass. that grave, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him, it's a point of a grave if you can't dance on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you die to let everyone have a chance to get you um 
He pulled one of his own teeth out with the pliers because, like, mm. well, I don't know, it's been hurting. And, uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he was a diabetic, mm-hmm. but then he's like, I can't hardly see out of one eye sometimes. And it's like, well, the doctor, like, it starts to get into a real sad place real quick. And But then he would just chug Cokes all night long while he, he played. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tap dance time. Uh, yeah. Um, a guy with that... I don't even remember his real name. We just called him Tater Sacks because he had these like no. <laughs> Z Cavaricci uh, pants. Are this is like nope. Uh, you could look them up, I guess. But think of like they made of burlap. Um, hammer pants meets khakis, but not hammer pants. But they're like bloused out like that with pleats at the waist, mm. and then like tight legs, but like. He still was wearing those, and it was a really, really weird dude. And this is in 2005, 6, 7, somewhere around there. Um, Would Fred Astaire be dancing in these? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. He might be in there right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) I might be referencing fan fiction. Never mind. Continue. (laughs) an amazingly awesome pull shot, but it was a very peculiar stance and stuff. And then it's just like some, some... There's some odd birds in there. Anyway, so... Sure. Yeah, I don't want to get into that too much because yeah, I have to well, think ahead of time. Like, how do I want to approach people who may? We'll save it for the fizzball episode where we'll all share our best fizzball. <laughs> yes, all of our fizzballs. <laughs> Another episode about Ben. Yeah, <laughs> Ninjas, fizzball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, my uh, ninety-nine eventually has a has a I guess a hundred percent. But um, I was trying to think of this too, and it's kind of like. What are things that you started but never finished? And I would just, the answer is just everything, right? Like, what, what, if, especially when it comes to creative projects, it's uh-huh. like, I, I have literally a million, uh, <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> songs that I started writing, like song snippets and like recordings and clips, but, you know, or like uh, a half of a poem or things like that, or here are lyrics, but I'm, I'm when I, or, or even, Kind of like this story, like three quarters of a joke, but you don't actually like. Well, there's yeah. something funny's gonna happen. <laughs> <You're> saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. You can see where this is going, right, right. folks? <laughs> yeah. Three men walk into a bar, etc. Yeah. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. It lend um, it lend funny. Get it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried thinking of something you know, specific though, and what came to mind was uh, was my uh, my band, which I always want to put in quotation marks. Um, when I moved to New York, um, I started playing with this group of guys and it started out as once a week, um, we run a practice space, we bring some beers and we just kind of jam on some covers and, um, and rock out and have a good time. And it's absolutely, you know, a ton of fun. I've always loved doing that. Um, but over the years we start writing, you know, our own songs a little bit here and there and kind of figuring out like what it is we're good at and what is it we're not uh, going to be able to do. And like, so basically like we can do power chords and, <laughs> and oh, play really like loud. In music. Not like we tried yes. to dunk, like we can't do that. Like, <laughs> right. It's a self-exploration in music. Yeah. Yes. Most, mostly music based. Uh-huh. Uh, but you would see where that uh, joke right. would get funny at the end, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. That's, uh, <laughs> that's my 99. Okay. Yes. Um, so anyways, um, we're all in our mid to late thirties. Uh, several of us have kids and, you know, it's hard to actually 
put together like a real touring band where you're you're taking it you know you're trying to like this is our go we're gonna make it right so i've always just viewed it as like a fun thing that we do and maybe like three times a year we convince a bar to like let us play there and hey i don't care like that i it's been some of the funnest times of my life i love it and for me i'm like that that is what it is but um last year uh Around in the spring, someone was like, "Hey, you know, our friend so and so has a studio, which is in Brooklyn and Gowanus, and it's like right next to our practice studio. And why don't we just like spend a day in his studio and like let's record an album?" And so like things kind of like built to where like, "Yes, let's record an album and uh, let's let's record it so we have something that you know you can share around. That's something that you can actually listen to." Cool. So we did that. We spent a weekend in the studio in Brooklyn last June, uh, June of 2017. But that was the 99% (laughs) because (laughs) what I was really hoping to take out of that was like something that you could click play on and like listen to and hear it, right? So there was um, the dude who uh, does the production and mixing and everything. He sent out like, here's a rough MP3 like file. Um, so I was like, awesome, cool. Let, you know, we're all cool with these. These are the final cuts. Let's put it out there on the internet. And I had talked to a friend who's in a real band and he was like, oh, there's a service. It's called DistroKid. You pay whatever, like 30 bucks and it poops it out to every single thing. Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, YouTube, fucking all, all of the things that I haven't even heard of. Um, Google, Google, wait, what? Mm-hmm. what's that uh so yeah it's like makes total sense uh let's do that so i emailed the guys there's like i think eight of us in this band so it was like one <laughs> after another it was like yeah sounds good let's do it put it out there awesome and it gets down to literally the last guy who responds i have signed a contract for us with cigar city records out of tampa oh. um we will be uh, looking at taking some of these tracks, probably making it into two EPs, and we'll do some touring to support the launch of each of these EPs, probably next spring. And it was just like a, wait, what, what? <laughs> I, I, I really tried to talk these guys off the ledge, like, no, like, like, it, we're so close. The, we, we could actually have music that we could share with people. Uh-huh. Um, but then the whole pendulum swung the other way where it was like, yeah, they're going to get our, they're going to get us out there in a commercial and on Spotify playlists and we're going to tour and do. And so keep in mind, I know all that, all of that sounds kind of crazy already. Keep in mind by this point, our drummer lives in Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> one of the guitarists is, uh, because of his job is, um, either out of the country or definitely out of the city more than he's in the city. So he travels all the time. Again, people have kids, different jobs and shit. And somehow we were going to pull off this like touring thing (laughs) and album release parties and stuff. So I I just like took a back seat and I was like, all right, cool. You guys, let's do it. Let me know when to show up for the tour, you know? (laughs) Um, So that, again, we recorded that last June, March of 2018 (laughs) rolls around. Um, At this point, not only, so now the lead guitarist and the guy who signed the the, the record label or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, he's now moving to South Carolina, <laughs> and we still I still have never had a, like these tracks to even listen to, and so I was like, hey guys, um, 
what if I just do the thing that I said I wanted to do last summer and just like, you know, so we could actually listen to it? And it was one by everyone. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, let's do it. Put it out there. Yep, that was dumb. All right, let's do it. And uh, <laughs> No holdouts, so, no one. Come on, guys, we're nope. going to make it. We're going to get dick nope. tattoos. It's going to be rad. <laughs> it's going to be bitching rock stars. It had it had sunk into and I again I didn't push I wasn't a dick I was just like all right cool do it your way we'll see what happens but then finally uh, it came back around and it was like yeah let's just uh, let's just put it out there so um, it, and then like two I clicked a couple buttons and two days later it was like <laughs> cool here's the stuff that we that we can listen to so hey I'm glad um, that you did I like listening to it it's uh, uh, I have it, the lyrics crack me up. Uh, <laughs> but the the music's good. It sounds good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Frank Cream and the Dream Machine, available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, wherever uh, wherever quality MP3s are sold. Check it out, <laughs> Frank Cream and the Dream Machine. Wherever quality <laughs> MP3s are free. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but it's it's great. Uh, I like it. Yeah. But it was a frustrating, you know, eight months of like. We re- we had the music right there, and I can't listen to it. But uh, the, the, that story ends on a happy note, I suppose. So. But it seems like the one dude was like, he he got like way too excited, and like he 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 rolled a it, like you guys are on a board game, and like he rolled three spaces, but he actually moved twelve. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty pretty much. But I will say about him, and you you know him well, Corey. Um, oh, probably is asshole, that huh? like he's a he's a huge dreamer. And it's the thing that's like, it's both good and bad. In that case, sometimes you're like, oh man, that's not realistic. But the other times where I'm like, when it oh works man, that's out. not realistic, he pulls off the craziest, awesome shit. And you're like, oh my God, that actually worked. That was amazing. So like, I feel like you need those kind of people that For sure. like are, are going to try this crazy thing where I would be so conservative and be like, no, 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 let's oh, not do sure. that. Because yeah. then he, he does pull off some like freaking awesome, amazing shit that we've done. So. Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's, um, but it's like it's like a bunch of kids gathering, around like let's play cowboys and Indians, and then a third's like, I'll dig the graves. Like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you, you need the dreamers, you know. You need the dreamers. <laughs> I, I appreciate your commitment. <laughs> uh, we're gonna need yeah. ma- smallpox is coming in. We're gonna need some mass graves. <laughs> <laughs> Dig you so, up. <laughs> <laughs> you last time. That's what you said last time. <laughs> oh, the bell rang. I, we had to go. That's what yeah. you said last time about Willie, and we said we'd never speak of it again. Yeah. <laughs> so Grant, what's your ninety uh, nine? Yeah. So uh, just thinking about uh, obviously everyone mentioning. Oh, I started all these projects and then never finish them. Of course, I am the exact same way. I have many projects that I've started, likely will never will never finish any of them. Uh, and really, what I should do is just completely let go of all of them. Uh, I had read or I listened <laughs> to an interview is with uh, Never Try. Well, no, not <laughs> not quite in that vein. Uh, I listened to an, an interview with a board game designer who said he had for years he had built up all these notes, like hundreds of uh, different little ideas for mechanics or things. And he he loved all these different ideas and was like, oh, I'll make a game out of this. So I'll make a game out of that. Uh, but eventually he just threw them all away. He just got rid of every single one of them and just started from scratch. Wow. And he said, like, it was the most creatively freeing thing he had ever done. It just dumped it from his brain and he was able to think of 
completely new things that he would actually, you know, have a chance of finishing. Okay. Because he, he just came to terms with, I will never finish that stuff. So, yes, those are cool ideas, but just throw them away and start something new. So, I like that. That's what I should do. It's not what I will do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be clear. But that's what I should uh-huh. do. Uh, the story that I was thinking of that made me ask this question was probably – it was sometime during college, probably like seven or eight years ago. I was playing a game called I Want to Be the Guy. It's a, it's a game, like an independent game – just some random guy on the internet made it and it got, uh, fairly, it was fairly well known for a, a game that some random dude made. Uh, there's even a Wikipedia article on it. Um, and it's noticed, it's, uh, notorious for its, uh, absurd level of difficulty. Uh, just like absolutely ridiculous. So like you have a, you have a double jump where you can jump and then in midair jump again. Mm-hmm. And so that means that they can ask of you, completely ludicrous things to do that are just like it's very battletoads like where you have to have it requires unbelievable precision but then also there are elements where like you'll just die and there's no way you could have known that was going to happen to you like it 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 just like fucks you over but it has like a sense of humor about it okay uh this particular game anytime you die and you have one hit one hit and you're dead Mm. Uh, and everything in the game kills you. Absolutely fucking everything, uh, will kill you. But it's, if you're just even just barely touched, you explode in like a cloud of blood and bones, like okay. just ridiculous <laughs> gore funny. flying everywhere. Uh, so the game, it has a sense of humor about it and also about like the, the things that you have to just know, you have to like, up, you have to step on that landmine to know that there's a landmine there kind of thing. For example, at the beginning of the game, there's all these apple trees and you walk under them and an apple falls on you and it touches you and dies. Like, okay, even apples uh-huh. will kill you. Oh, ha ha ha. So then you start jumping over the apples because they fall down. But then eventually one of them falls up as you're jumping over it and kills you. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're just like, Oh, what the awesome. f- Oh God. So then you have to memorize, okay, that fourth apple go under and that, and they all have different, they, they don't all trigger when you're exactly the same distance away. Some trigger when you're really close or farther, like when they start moving. So, there's a lot of like memorization and it's just the game makes you so fucking paranoid. The game of absolutely is everything. brutal and pointless like life. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. Yes, it was ma- <laughs> German uh, philosophers. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it's also got some like uh, like Nintendo references and stuff. And there's these bosses that are from Nintendo games. Like there's Mike Tyson that you have to fight. There's King Wart from Mario 2 different Mega Man enemies things like that it's it's sort of like a it's a game that's sort of like an homage to like insanely hard older right. games all the all the rapist bosses yes yes the in <laughs> this game uh absolutely as speaking as someone who beat Mike Tyson uh this game is harder than beating Mike Tyson for sure okay it is it's just it's ludicrous and it took me like probably 4 weeks to get to the final boss and by this point like like I had said, you were so paranoid. Every time you enter a new screen, you're just like, which one of these fucking things is going to just fly at me and kill me? Like, what What the fuck is going to happen to me this time? And so it got to the final boss. It took me two weeks of just of trying to constantly for hours a day trying to beat this goddamn thing. And I eventually beat it. And as soon as like, as soon as he's dead, my hands don't leave the keyboard. Cause I'm just like, I know this game's gonna fuck me. I know it's gonna fuck me. Dude. This game is gonna fuck me. I fucking know it. And 
I'm trying to like move to see if I have control and I don't. It's like going through the last couple like scenes or whatever. And then the credits start rolling. My hands don't leave the keyboard like this game. It, I know it's going to fuck me. And I keep trying <laughs> to move. It's not doing it. And eventually I'm finally able to relax. Like there was no, when I killed him again, after two weeks of trying, I, I finally killed him. There was no celebration. There was no <laughs> relaxation. It was just like, what's going to happen now? How am I going to, how is this game going to fuck me? And I eventually relaxed after a couple minutes of through the very long credit sequence as the character is just like walking through the different levels and stuff. And eventually you get to get to the end and it says like the end on it or whatever. And you're under this really tall apple tree and an apple starts falling. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. Is this going to? And before I can reach the keyboard, it hits me and I explode. and I'm dead. And so I'm like, well, surely that was supposed to happen, right? And so I look up a video of someone beating it, and apparently right before the apple hits you, you get control back, and you're supposed to dodge the apple, and then it's like, now you win. So I I, I failed the final test that the game fucking gave me. Are you fucking kidding me? And I I tried for a couple more days to beat that final boss again, but I couldn't. And that was just the end, so... I <laughs> I came so fucking close. Oh my yep. god! And it just there's I knew there was, and that's the thing that really tears me apart is that I knew there was going to be one final fuck you uh-huh. from this fucking game, and I finally it it got me. It I failed the test. No, have you have you have you given up on it? This was like eight years ago. Oh, I played good. Then you passed the test. You passed the test. That's, that is the wisdom to go, what the fuck? Am, no. I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I had my experience. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you passed. I don't consider myself as having beaten the game, though. You know what? No one cares. I, no one but me. No one. No one. And I no recognize one that, counts. that. Yeah. Absolutely no one. Exactly. I'm only 10 years ahead of you in the corn maze, Grant, but uh, <laughs> no one asked me any of those things. Uh, I, there's a second quest to low G man and it's way harder. Oh, um, wow. and I think mm. on the penultimate level, I think there still is a note in my phone of what that code is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it the other day. <laughs> I was just kind of going, it was like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. There's a second quest to lots of games yeah. that are insane. Like there was one, uh, what's the, what's the game, Corey, where you like flip the gravity. You're like a mech. Robot uh, gravity. Uh, metal, metal storm. Metal storm. Oh. Metal storm yeah. I have a poster of it in my wall, courtesy of Grant Siefker. Courtesy of me, yes. Uh, I beat that, and then there's a second quest that is like 30 times oh. harder than what is already an insanely hard I mean, game. And no, I, fuck that. You know Dungeons fuck and or, uh, Ghosts and Goblins? Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's a second quest to that. <laughs> and, the, and going through once is insane, and then it gets harder. Mm-hmm. So I, and one time I thought, like, I will do this because then that will be a thing that I could brag to no one. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares about that. So you'd find one person, and yeah, it's like, like no, it's like going up to the currency exchange and being like, "I, I did this. How much pussy?" And they're like, uh, "None. No. no this, <laughs> what are you talking? No, you got a bunch of. Do you know like, how uh, currency exchanges <laughs> or pussy work? <laughs> I don't think you do. I filled them clearly with coins, not. and nothing happened." <laughs> Every All time I'm at the Swedish airport, kroners. I just, I, yeah, I just walk up. <laughs> so the Canadian dollar is pretty weak right now. How much is that? It's nothing? Really? What? Still? Shit. <laughs>